Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing this week? What has been going on? Today it is Saturday night at 10 to 7. This is how I spend my Saturday nights <laughs> talking to you guys. Wouldn't have it any other way. I have been working all day today. I have been busy. We cleaned the house as well. Really needed cleaning. <laughs> and what else have I been up to? This week has been absolutely mental and I'll get into why it has been so crazy in just a second. You'll probably already know from the title of this podcast but massive news this week and a very big life change that I am going to have to sit and figure out how the hell everything is going to work but it is so exciting and yeah I hope you guys have had a fantastic week. I hope it has been absolutely wonderful but yeah today Oh my gosh, it's just overwhelming what this week has been and, you know, what I am going into. So if you don't already know, if you don't have me on Instagram or Facebook or anything, you will know that, well, you wouldn't know that I have been accepted onto my PhD. So yeah, PhD is a doctorate. Some people don't know. I've thought that everyone can know what PhD was but that's, I think it's, you kind of know about it if you're at uni. And yeah, I've been talking to people about it and they've been like, kind of like blank face, like, what is that? So a PhD is a doctorate. It's three or four years at uni doing research. So basically it will consist of doing literature views and then doing my own experiments on refined sugar addiction. So it's absolutely incredible. If you want the specifics, if you're interested in that, it's particularly looking at facial electromyography and whether or not the initial reactions in our face can tell us anything about how we feel about sugar and if that can be compared to other addictive substances like you know, drugs or alcohol, things like that, things that we know to be addictive. So it's really fascinating. The one thing about PhD is that it is very broad and vague at the start so it becomes much more specialised as time goes on because it is of course three, four years, it can actually go on longer than that, uh, looking at one topic and doing the research on that topic. So really it's the highest amount of education you can get in science. Yeah, I mean getting it, so by the, if you put it in perspective, by the end of my PhD, if I'm successful, I will be Dr. Mary Gardner. So my name will actually have doctor at the start of it. So it's pretty crazy. It's a really crazy thing to do, um, especially because I haven't done a master's. So usually what people do is they do their undergraduate degree and then they go on to do a master's maybe and then maybe they take time out and then do a PhD or a lot of people do PhDs slash doctorates when they are much older so when they're they've had a career they've done stuff and they want to come back and do research a lot of people do that there are not so many people that are younger but I'm choosing to do it in a different way choosing to do go straight into my PhD and the main reason for this is because I want to get there quicker one of the one of the smaller reasons and a bigger reason is that I want to get stuck into the research I am so passionate about this area I'm so passionate about investigating and researching refined sugars implications on health and also addiction and just to find out really is there an addiction there when it comes to sugar refined sugars I'm talking about anyway 
We have lots of different research that has been conducted, particularly on rats, that have shown promising results for sugar addiction, although there are lots of human studies as well, but they're not conclusive at all of refined sugar addiction. There is lots of studies that are pointing towards it, and if you look at the literature, there is definitely a massive uh, kind of... You could be persuaded that refined sugar is addictive, hence why I'm saying here. But if you are interested in the literature on this or you're really interested in that topic, give me a message and I can uh, send you over my paper if you wanted to read it. The likelihood is no one will want to read it, but I'm currently working on publishing my dissertation now paper and it might actually become part of my PhD, so I might actually publish it later on this year. But we'll see what happens with that as well. But if you do want to know a little bit more about the research on sugar, I'd be quite happy to make a podcast about that as well. So if you want that, do let me know. I mean, perfect person to talk about it at this stage. But yeah, I've been so passionate about this for a very, very long time. And as you all know, I've not eaten refined sugar in about three years. So it's something that I've implemented in my life for a very long time. It's something that I don't envision myself ever going back to. I prefer this way of living. Food doesn't control me, like, well, not food, but in general, sugar and sugary rich foods. Because before, you know, I would just need to binge eat sugar foods, but not have an issue with any other foods. Or when I started eating a biscuit or something, I'd want like a hundred more. There's so many examples of it. And obviously my experiences uh, do not speak louder than the research. But the research, there is enough research to comp- to write a systematic review anyway, if anyone uh, understands that type of, what I mean by that. But So yeah, there's enough research to make some conclusions, but we need more. We need much more research and I want to be a part of that and I want to, to start that, you know, and get on with my PhD and try and publish lots of different literature and experiments about sugar addiction. And particularly with the facial electromyography, basically what that means is we are putting these sensors onto people's faces and that can essentially test the muscular reactions in your face. So basically there's lots of different muscles in your face and all those different muscles are associated with different emotions. So there is a zygomaticus muscle in your face that makes you smile. So we can look at those muscles and we can actually tell how people feel towards food, whether or not they're eating it or looking at a picture or smelling that food. We can tell how they, how their bodies and how their minds feel about food without any influence from personality or say some sort of like societal pressure, like, oh, we, uh, there's a cake there, but we sh- I shouldn't eat that because I'm trying to lose weight, that type of stuff. So we can really test how people feel bodily, well, psychologically and also biologically uh, and be able to see maybe if that is associated with other addictive stimuli. We've also got lots of other experiments on the go here as well. I'm also maybe looking at certain brain electrodes as well as um, other different types of sensory evaluation with food and sugar-rich foods. So it's going to be absolutely fascinating. You know, it's of course going to be a massive learning curve for me having to do all these experiments and be a part of that but it's something I'm so excited about and something I just cannot wait to get stuck into. I mean I've been talking about this for a long time and you guys have all kind of wondered what's happening with the PhD and I've, I've mentioned the PhD lots and lots before on the podcast and 
also on the blogs and everything. And I think now is just an insane thing to be able to be sitting here and doing a podcast. The fact that I now have it set in stone, you know, I'm registered for it. It's starting on Monday, you know, so when you'll be hearing this tomorrow, Monday the 3rd will be the official start date of my PhD. So it's absolutely insane. And the research is so interesting. And I think particularly for this PhD, it's something that people can relate to. You know, I feel like some PhDs, like I was um, I was at a conference or a symposium, I should say, last week, and I was listening to all these talks on the Maillard reaction. And if you do food science, you'll know what that means. I didn't know what that meant. and had to listen to all these PhD level talks on Maillard reactions and I had to try it and kind of understand it along the way. And yeah, it was really nice to be part of it. It was really nice to kind of see what people are doing and meet other PhD students uh, from all over the world. But I must say it was a little bit hard to understand a lot of it. But at the same time, there was elements of it that I found very interesting as well. But I also did a talk there and you might have seen that on Instagram and stuff if you followed that. And it was really insane to be a part of that world and feel like I belonged there. I mean, I suppose I had a little bit of imposter syndrome when I was there and I was feeling like, oh my gosh, like this is now the world that I'm in. Like, you know, can I do this? Am I good enough for this? I mean, I've always, I've talked about this before on the podcast that I've never really been the smart person, the smart girl. Like I've always been more of a kind of like English person or less science and maths type person and in the past couple years I've just really taken my passion and it happened to be science related and run with it and it's worked for me and I've learned not to put myself in a box and not to say that I'm good at this or I'm not good at this and that all I needed was passion and interest behind what I was doing to be able to understand and excel in a topic whether that was English or science you know so I think that was like a really amazing message that I learned very early on in my life actually to know that I can do anything as long as I'm interested in it as long as I care about it. I do think that something that you don't care about is a stressor you know is something that is hard for you to motivate yourself to do but I think if you're passionate about something it becomes happiness and enjoyment instead of stress no matter how much work you've got to do. But Obviously, taking money out of the equation, my just doing my PhD alone would be absolutely amazing. But if you know anything about students or student life, you will know that it is not very well paid at all. So basically now I have about four jobs and I now have to try and navigate how on earth I am going to fit it all in. So I'm doing my... What am I doing? I'm doing my PhD, I'm doing my business of course, that is not going anywhere, I really hope people aren't thinking that it's going anywhere, it definitely isn't. I'm doing loads of business stuff, I'm so grateful to everyone who has, you know, became a client or has contributed in some way to the business because it really has excelled over the past couple of weeks and I've been really reaching a lot of people and helping a lot of people and it's been wonderful to see that grow and flourish and you know, start to work for me. So that's been absolutely fantastic. And then I ha- I'm working, I'm um, doing the gym. Obviously I'm at the gym doing that. So 
I'm working there also PTing there as well so that's how that goes and then I have one other little job on the side as well so I'm doing a lot of stuff and on Monday or even tomorrow I'm going to sit down and try and figure out how I'm going to have enough hours in the day but you guys all know me anyway I am always so busy I'm always doing something so I'm going to fill it fit it in I might just have to be a bit more strict with my scheduling and as you guys know as well, I literally to-do list every day, like every single day I have this to-do list, to-do list, <laughs> to-do list, and I get everything TikTok, TikTok, what is wrong with my TikTok? <laughs> I get everything ticked off uh, as much as possible, and if I don't, I always get it done in that week. So yes, it's, I'm good at this type of stuff, but at the same time, it is a little bit daunting having to figure out how all this is going to work, but don't worry, I'll get it figured out, but my PhD is 100% my priority, but at the same time, I still have to live and make money. (laughs) So there's loads of things to think about, but the PhD really is wonderful, and I am, it is nothing but an amazing experience, an amazing thing to have happened, and I don't know, it's just been such a long time coming for it to finally be finalised, is absolutely magical. I don't even know how I could explain to you how much I've wanted this. I mean, you guys all know that I've been think, talking about it for ages and ages, but I cannot explain to you how big a deal this is. Um, it's it's crazy and it's I've challenged the very sense of who I am with this PhD. And, you know, tell me four years ago, uh, 10 to four years ago, that I would be doing this now I would never ever believe you like it would never ever ever be something I thought I was capable of doing until now and you know that really is a wonderful thing and I feel like people that do PhDs have been you know incredibly you know they've excelled their entire life and they've they've got all A's in school all A's in you know everywhere and they never fail anything or they never had you know times where they found things really difficult total misconception you know these people work impossibly hard and I'm sure they've had many many setbacks but you know that kind of stereotype and I just feel like I've not been like that you know I've always had to work very hard to do well and things and so do people that are really 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 smart but I just feel like even if I worked hard sometimes I didn't get there and to be able to now be doing this and have all these people believe in me and all these people you know, believe in my idea and believe in my research, it is just insane. And I'm so incredibly thankful for the experience and, you know, for this journey. It's it's just going to be absolutely magical. And who knows where I'll be in the next three years. I'll be almost 26 by then, I think. 23, 24, 25. Yeah, I'll be 25, almost 26. So that is insane and I'm 21 just now. So it's a long journey but it's something that I'm really looking forward to and something I'm really excited about. I even get my own desk in the uni. How insane is that? In the graduate school I have my own desk where no one else can sit at it but me. Like that's just crazy. Like it's such a it's such a nice thing to be involved in now and like it's officially starting on Monday so things are going to get crazy but I'm so excited about it and I really wanted to do a podcast dedicated to this because I think it's just like I maybe probably doesn't mean anything to you guys but it means so much to me and it's such a big part of my life and I always share you know as much as I can with my life and what I think is relevant to health and wellness and stuff with you guys and really I just needed to share this with you and needed to 
make a full podcast dedicated to this because it is probably one of the biggest milestones that will happen in my entire life. And I say that and it sounds massive, but it's going to be a big, big thing forever. Like, there's not going to be very many things that top this achievement. So, I mean, there's going to be loads, but if we look back on my life, it's going to be a big factor that is, you know, standing out to being a big thing. So, yeah, it's incredible to be in this position right now and to feel grateful for it. And I was talking, I was thinking about this the other day as well. I'm kind of been slacking on my yoga and journaling and stuff and meditation because I've just been so busy. So I really need to like put my priorities right and and get everything together and remember, you know, I'm going to be busy, but these things have to come first as well. But yes, so please do follow along on the journey. If you don't already have me on Instagram, or if you don't already follow the podcast, please do follow both of those things. I will be always updating you guys on the journey and it will be amazing to listen back to these podcasts and also to look back on certain things and remember you know, what I was doing now in comparison to the PhD journey. So it's very, very exciting and I hope you guys are all excited for me. But yeah, it's absolutely incredible and I'm so, so excited about what's to come and how it's going to work and everything. But a little bit overwhelming, a little bit stressed out as well because I have to literally figure out a weekly plan that I cannot stray from to make sure that I get everything done. But we're going <laughs> to see what's happening and uh, yeah, I really hope that it'll all be okay, but we'll see. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just a short little update for you all today. So important to me that I was able to do this podcast and able to do this PhD. Oh my gosh, I cannot even cope with everything that's happening right now. I'm so grateful and so overwhelmed with joy with it. So I really hope that this, you enjoyed it in some way. I also really hope that you are loving life just now or that you had a fantastic news recently. And please do not hesitate to share this with people you think might enjoy it or get in touch with me if you have any ideas for the podcast or if you have anything that you would like to talk about. Even if you would also like some help with nutrition or fitness, please do get in contact and we can have a little chat about how I can help you if you are interested in that. Of course, don't forget that you can get a 15-minute free consultation, but if you're not up for face-to-face or over Zoom, then just give me a message on Instagram and I'll message you back and forward about any questions that you may have regarding my business. Also, as well, guys... I am considering doing a little bit less podcast, so maybe once every two weeks, but I really do not feel good about it. You know, I really want to be able to give you guys a podcast once a week and it might be that I like batch do podcasts, I don't know. I'm going to work it out, but this is something that I need to think about because I honestly cannot explain to you how busy I'm going to be, but if you are have any thoughts on that or have any thoughts about how I could you know do podcasts in a way that will save me a little bit of time get in contact with me as well but I really hope you enjoyed this podcast Um, stay tuned for more there'll be one out next week so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and I will speak to you all very very soon bye